0: listener
1: production. What was behind today's sizable tumble?
0: And why did it hit our miners the hardest?
1: Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday, the 6th of July. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Good afternoon, Laura.
0: Stevie. Hello.
1: Well, that boost we got from The Reserve Bank's decision to keep interest rates steady on Tuesday was short lived, wasn't it? We had another decline, two straight days of falls, and one of the worst days we've had in a couple of weeks.
0: Absolutely. We recorded our steepest losses in two weeks, to Mm -hmm. be exact. We fell by 90 points, 1.2%, to 7,163 second straight day of falls, as you mentioned. And this was really driven by what happened in China today. Now, I feel like we say this all the time you know, what happens in China affects what we see here and this is really a prime example of how much it can affect our market. So today there were more concerns around China's ability to repay its debts. And this was adding to the concern that we already had about China's slower recovery after coming out of COVID lockdowns.
1: Yeah. And like yesterday we had some data showing that the services yes. sector expanded slowest pace in five months and then fresh concerns with China's property market as well. Mm-hmm. Whenever we talk about property in China, it's so important. We've mm-hmm. spoken about this before, but for those who haven't Especially that,
0: iron ore. Yep.
1: Exactly. 40% of China's demand for steel is linked directly to the property market and all the construction of, of buildings and, and properties as well. So, iron ore, main ingredient that goes into making steel. And that's why, you know, we have some pretty big declines in that sector sometimes.
0: Yeah, especially our miners. And that's why BHP was down a lot. It was actually the stock that weighed most on our market today. It was only down around 2.3%, but because it is the biggest stock on our market, it really was like a big square when you look at the the heat map in terms of how much particular stocks affected the market.
1: Absolutely. And other global markets um, also weighed on us as well. So Mm -hmm. Europe was down about 1% last night. And also the US, well, it came back online after the Independence Mm -hmm. Day holiday. didn't do as badly, only down a fifth of 1%, but I think they were playing catch up. The one thing that came out of the U.S. last night was the minutes from the last meeting of the U.S. central bank, where
0: FOMC, it, FOMC, where it kept
1: interest <laughs> rates on hold. So basically, this just continued to signal the Fed's intent to raise interest rates again, mm-hmm. uh, probably a couple of times, according to what. Is being signalled by them. So
0: well, they said Jerome Powell, the the, gov- yeah. the federal reserves governor, said at least two more.
1: Yeah, so there were no surprises in this, but I think it's just reiterating that that it's mm. making it even adding more certainty to it. So there's yeah. like a ninety percent chance that we're going to get a rate hike later this month. Now, according to what markets are thinking.
0: But if we come back to the local market today, we saw all but one of the sectors falling. The declines were quite broad-based across the sectors, but as I mentioned, miners were hit the hardest on the back of falling commodity prices after that news out of China. We saw banks falling quite steeply as well. Major banks were down in the order of around one5 and 2%. Tech was the only sector to rise just a little bit, and that was mainly because of the wise tech, which lifted around 1% today.
1: What's interesting about tech, we speak about this uh, a bit at the moment, but um, we had that whole AI boom over Mm. in the United States, or at least all the focus on it with NVIDIA and ChatGPT and the like. Well, Well,
0: if just on the topic of that, I actually recorded something for Instagram today talking about the top traded stocks in the US, and it was sort of all surrounding AI and tech stocks. So that'll be out in the next couple of days. So make sure you follow us on Instagram if you don't already.
1: Make sure you check it out because we put content out there regularly as well. So- Mm. Tech in Australia, 28% higher this year. Uh, that compares to the broader Aussie market, which is up 1.8%. So it certainly has been an outperformer. The reason why it doesn't have a huge impact on our market is because our tech sector is tiny, like mm. 2% or something of, of our market, whereas in the US, it's massive. It's massive. the biggest sector there. Mm-hmm. So when you see tech doing really well, that has a much greater impact on the US market and a very little one on us.
0: Absolutely. But in terms of particular stocks today, Magellan caught both of our eyes.
1: It did. It was um, one of the worst performers on the market. It was down second worst. 8.5% mm-hmm. on our share market. So
0: Sorry, I like to get into the specifics.
1: Yeah, one of the worst is second worst, I think.
0: No, wait, I wasn't <laughs> correcting you. I was just being specific. Right.
1: Second worst performer. <laughs> um, $2.1 billion in funds left the group. So they come out with this monthly update, basically telling investors whether or not they're getting more or less money from investors to manage. So this means it's managing about $39 billion of investor funds. That's 35% lower than a year earlier, 65% down on what it was managing two years ago. It was had about $113 bucks that it was investing for people. The reason why that's important is obviously it earns uh, fees on those funds that it manages. So it reckons it's probably going to make about $11 million in performance fees for the past year. Two years ago, it was making three times as much.
0: Not good news for the company. And that's why we saw its shares falling today. Just to follow up on John's link group from yesterday, that's the property services company. So yesterday they announced they'll buy 100% of Smoke Alarms Australia, 70% of Link Fire Holdings, and they were going to do an institutional offer to fund that. So that was completed today. Its shares resumed trading after being in a trading halt yesterday, but it sort of just stayed on the spot. It closed flat today.
1: Bubs Australia, also in focus. We spoke about the Infant Formula Group yesterday. It rose 18% on Wednesday. Today, 2.2% lower. It came out with a a strategic review, or at least the results from the review it's conducted, because it hasn't done very well recently. It's down something like 70% or close to it in less than a year. So it's got a long way to go. But today it said in this review that it's going to plan to grow its market share in the United States. It wants to make new trading partners in China as well, which is obviously a key area of focus when it comes to infant formula makers. But China's had a declining birth rate, which has been a real negative for infant formula makers, but also heaps of competition from from Chinese um, competitors as well.
0: In Connects Healthcare was another one today. It shares sort of around 5% after receiving the green light for its sleep apnea clinical trial. Uh, do you... Did you mention that you had sleep, that apnea? sleep apnea? No, I think we've spoken about yeah, this before, yeah, think but so. you don't have it is what you said.
1: No, say. I think I do have it.
0: Oh, you do have it? I do
1: have it, but I don't have like one of those great machines.
0: Oh, that'd be fun that for your you wife. you stick
1: to your face like <laughs> I'm pretty sure I snore though, but usually I'm sleeping, Uh. so I can't confirm it. Um, (laughs) But Inconex is not a big company. It's quite a small one, right? It is But it receives this approval to start a clinical trial. It's got 116 participants. It's in South Australia and it's involved with medicinal cannabinoid and also psychedelic therapies and products as well. So interesting company, but it's had a pretty rough 12 months, even though it's managed to live today. (laughs)
0: The <laughs> Satire was another one that caught my eye. This one is for Craig, if you're out there listening. Craig, on your fantastic holiday and economic presentation, Craig was following this one very closely while he was here and while we are doing the podcast together. It lifted another 2.9% today, so very exciting and surprising almost that a luxury retail brand would would lift in in the market that we saw today. Just another one that caught my eye today was Bellevue Gold. It lifted another 0.7 of 1%. After yesterday's good news that it will generate cash flow a little earlier than expected, so up around almost 5% in the past couple of days.
1: Let's move forward. There's quite a bit to to get through. Obviously, the US market came back online last night. Could come under a bit more pressure tonight considering what we've seen elsewhere, but there are a few bits of data that are due tonight.
0: There's plenty coming out of the US tonight. We'll have services, index, employment, job cuts, quits. All of that fun stuff. But this is really ahead of the big news tomorrow, which we keep sort of harping on about, which is the the real big jobs figures coming out tomorrow.
1: Yeah, exactly. So tonight we get an update on the private sector employment. It tends to not really move markets as much. We're nowhere near as much as what we get tomorrow. You're right. But it can give markets a bit of an idea of what's Mm -hmm. to come. So that will still receive attention tonight. Service sector, I think, is going to be probably a key one that markets will be watching closely because that's had quite an impact on inflation in America. But tomorrow's jobs report, absolutely the key thing to watch. It's, um, you know, I don't know how much of an impact it's going to have on what happens in three weeks with rates, because mm. it seems like it's a done deal. We're going to get a rate hike, but we'll be watched very closely nonetheless.
0: Absolutely. And nothing coming out in terms of economic data tomorrow Mm -hmm. in Australia, but we'll have plenty going on next week, which we'll go into detail about tomorrow.
1: Exactly right. I think it might be a beer o'clock a bit earlier than, uh, than usual, perhaps on Friday.
0: I think so. Well,
1: that's it. Have a great one, everyone. We'll do this again tomorrow.
0: Thanks for listening. We'll catch you here again tomorrow. And make sure you tune in to Tom and Ryan tomorrow morning.